0: Hello, everyone. This is Danielle from Making It Make Sense with my friends Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and of course, yours truly, Danielle. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV. And listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you real soon. Welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent yours truly Danielle. Today I'm so excited because we have a brother and friend to our community and uh, a member of our community, uh, a comedian who has been um, pro-Black, pro-LGBTQIA for quite some while and um, this is our Thanksgiving edition so I am hey. delighted beyond all compare to welcome <laughs> comedian extraordinaire Samson McCormick, who is a Washington D.C. native. Welcome, Samson.
1: Woo! Hey, how are you? For having me. Hello?
0: Washington
2: D.C. Yeah.
1: Yes, Southeast. Not just D.C., but we got to we got a <laughs> so, Southeast. Don't <laughs> <southeast.
0: laughs> be heckling here. Pick the heckling somewhere else.
2: old <laughs> D.C. The only thing I know about D.C. is the White
1: House. Oh, Lord. You see, you got to learn about the mumbo sauce and the chicken wings and the go-go. Oh, man. Oh. It it's the best man on the planet. You have me at mumbo sauce. <laughs> yes. Nothing like my And not, not what they sell at Giant right now. Cause that's gentrified mumbo sauce. I'm talking about <laughs> they sell it at, at Giant now.
3: Damn, I didn't oh. know DC was like that with the food.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't. That is not DC. That's <laughs> those people who moved, those, those, our uh, lighter hue brethren who have moved in, who don't want to take a trip to Southeast. So they make it and um, they keep it over there in North, where they yeah, live at Northwest. Palm-colored
2: mumbo sauce.
1: Northwest. <laughs> exactly. mumbo sauce. Mm. Gluten-free, gluten-free mumbo sauce. <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> vegan, 100% vegan and organic.
2: <laughs> Shameful. So Danielle's gonna give us a little introduction on uh your background to let our audience you know know a little bit more about you.
0: Well I don't think Samson needs an introduction, but again, as we said, Samson is from Washington, DC, although I think today he makes his home out west. Uh but uh Samson again, as I said before, has been a long time comedian and actor and uh, entertainer extraordinaire. And he's also been pro-Black for quite some while, as well as pro-LGBTQIA, particularly with LGBTQIA youth. He is a voice that I really enjoy hearing. He makes the world a better place, in my opinion. And I'm so thrilled that we were able to, to speak with him this evening. Welcome again, Samson. I really appreciate it.
3: Yes, welcome.
1: You.
2: welcome. How long have you been doing comedy?
1: Uh, 21 years now.
2: 21 years and you're only 25. So that's very, very good. <laughs> 20, 24. <laughs> Excuse me, you're 24. only 25. Oh, like
0: you know, they say good black, don't crack baby. So. And he's oh, not cracking. Black. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he good right. black. So today's, uh, today a topic that I think will be great to um, um, speak about will be about homophobia in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and the uh, intersectionality of being black and fame isn't. And it's difference between, you know, white famous and black famous or straight famous and gay famous. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that very um, those complex lines or those complex areas for some people?
1: Oh, Lord. Um, well, it is complicated, Theo. Um, but what I have learned um, as I have evolved as a person and also through my um you know, experiences in this business is you just have to learn what the facts are and make it what you want it to be. Um, You know, I used to spend a lot of time complaining about the challenges that existed for me as both a black and gay man in this business. And um, I think it it gets a lot better for you when you identify what those challenges are and realize that even if you didn't have those challenges, you would have some challenges somewhere. So, um, you know, of course, being a, a black gay entertainer, I'm just saying it's easier to sell sex than it is, um yeah. you know, the good, wholesome, thought-provoking, whatever you sell it. <laughs> you know, if you throw <laughs> a penis and some balls on there, you're going to sell a lot more of them. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs>
2: <Ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Man, how did you, like... thing, you, know? <laughs> you just got to know your market, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, you, you, had a, you had a little trouble getting into it, though. Probably you got a lot of nose, like even pushing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I was actually thinking about that today, even in the films that I do. I don't make them graphic because I think that's what people expect from mm. us is graphic sex. Um, and even as black gay men, I think that we look at each other and we immediately want to know how big, you know, your dick is, you know, and I still want to know that, but just not first.
2: Maybe <laughs> number five on the list. Not number right.
1: one. <laughs> I need Further to know your credit list. score first. <laughs> <part right> there.
3: <laughs> no you start bad. off with.
1: But seriously, I, I, I think that we are still um, and, and it's so complex and I don't want to go on, but I think is as black gay men in particular, I think that we have been overlooked as as people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our value has been overlooked. And so as an entertainer, selling our images to our community, not just selling our images, but, but representing and presenting and sharing and selling you know, our images to the community. Um, we're still learning to see ourselves as human beings with value.
2: Oh. I think we had an episode about like the over yeah, of yeah. Black yeah. queer <laughs> men. And, that but that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, we are people first. But mm-hmm. I think people are very comfortable of placing black queer folks as promiscuous or as the over-sexualized person. And uh, I and unfortunately, they don't want to see us as multi-dimensional people, which is right. unfortunate for them. And unfortunate sometimes for us, because we sometimes like to minimize or shrink ourselves to just those sexual things when we're so much more, well, literally the rainbow. So like, you know, yeah. face the yeah. rainbow. <laughs> and i yeah.
1: like, there's that. And then, you know, with the, with the white gay community, um they sexualize you too, but at least they they pay you a lot more for it as long as you don't talk about the racism that comes along mm. with it um mm. Black people want you to be quiet about your sexuality mm. or if you aren't um you know they want you to make them look pretty why they call you faggots. Mm. and um I mean it's it you just got to learn how to navigate all of it um, I'm,
0: I'm thinking about, first in our community cuz first still matter for lgbtqia folks particularly in this this era but i'm also thinking about black lgbtqia folks and you were really the first out comedian right um and first black male comedian and i i often well, I don't want i
1: don't want to say the first but i definitely well, am a trailblazer i'm definitely a pioneer and i'm definitely i was definitely one of the first to make people in the industry who like comedy go, "Wait, I didn't know gay people could be funny in this respectable mm-hmm. sort of not not laughing at us but laughing with us." I definitely did that.
0: Yeah, I don't but I'm also thinking about in that context your difficulty in just getting in front of your audience Because there were a lot of gatekeepers who were like, oh, no, gay? I mean, they didn't want to hear it. And so I'm glad to see that you're reaching, and I hope, certainly hope that you've reached a point where folks are recognizing uh, you're truly funny, truly talented, and truly a gift to us. Are you feeling that way these days?
1: I'm learning to identify it. Okay. It's It's really easy to go, oh, well, I haven't done this or I haven't done that. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, again, it's been a lot of it has been a lot of a uh, personal development, mm-hmm. you know, um, being in this business, because when I started, there were no black gay comedians.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So that wasn't yeah. something that I was trying to do. But I mean, you look up and you go, wait, where are the other ones? And So for a long time, I got kind of lost and feeling like I had to represent the entire community that happens. Um, and then, um, there was this big challenge that I faced where being one of the only, it was really hard to get work. Mm-hmm. It was hard to book the clubs. It was hard yeah. to get, you know? And so, um, I think what happens with, with a lot of minorities, but I want to say particularly with, with us is we get afraid of seeing each other succeed because we feel like, oh, well, if that one gets it, I can't have it. And so um, I saw a lot of the youngins start coming up on Twitter and Instagram, and they knew how to use social media. When I was coming up, I didn't have social media. So there were a couple of, um, you know, young queer men of color and women of color, but a couple of, um, you know, like jabuki Young White and folks like that who knew how to use the internet. And in six months, they were getting places I had been trying to work. 15 years to get <laughs> uh-huh. and so if that would have happened a long time ago I would have probably dropped dead. but um, you know just out of fear that oh my god well that one got it so you know but what, yeah. what that taught me was that we really have to cheer each other on no matter what wow. and, um, and <laughs> you know when I started learning how to do that I think I started seeing more opportunities for myself and really got comfortable Um, being able to identify where opportunities were for me and not just for me, but also being able to create opportunities for other queer people of color, women, you know, which is why I started doing films. And, you know, then I can create projects that weren't just for me. Now I can bring 15 or 20 people on and pay all of them. And, um, you know, just like during the pandemic, I did a film called Love the One You're With and I'm so thankful that the film did so well because it was streaming on Amazon. It did so well that I didn't just pay the, uh, and I, I don't like to say stuff like this. I like to, I prefer to just do it quietly, but this is just an example. Um, but the film did so well that I didn't just pay them after the production, but throughout the pandemic, every month. The checks from that wow. film was so big i was able to pay the actors Go ahead. over and over yeah. again every month especially
3: during that time when that industry got hit so hard <laughs> yeah, and no one had work or any income like that's amazing
0: that's big it was we beautiful did, we, I mean, Isaiah, our brother isaiah wanted to ask you about love the one you're with yeah <laughs> actually i
5: mentioned it mentioned,
3: was meant to
2: be I
0: but before <laughs> I that i wanted to say i'm so proud of you that you've been able to navigate um all of that right all of those barriers and as well reach back and really help others through and celebrate others. So that's 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 big. You're right, it's about personal development as well as professional de- development, and um, I really respect you for that. Isaiah.
5: Yeah, I just wanna, just to follow up on what Danielle said, that's really beautiful that you were able to, to do that like for everybody, you know, after the film. Um, actually, that was one of the things I was most interested in um, and let me know if I'm asking if it's too personal at all. Um, what would you say was the inspiration for you personally behind the film? Or do you feel like it was a direct inspiration from your life
1: exactly or from facets of your life or people in your life? Oh, several things. Um, I'm inspired by people. I'm I'm inspired by listening to people. And then I I also really believe that I kind of just get this direct inspiration from something much bigger than me and it was kind of like these ideas kind of drop into my head and they're always been 100% so far um that's where that idea came from and then also I had been dating a guy who really brutally dumped me uh and so it wasn't quite like that but that was definitely one of the inspirations from for it.
2: well his loss
1: you uh, on the positive it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't
5: worry, we've all been—I've been
1: dumped too. so <laughs> yeah. Like, and this wasn't a dump though. This be for like yourself.
2: I—I've I, dumped. I've never. Oh, Theo! <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs>
3: don't get it twisted uh, i do second that <laughs> uh, um
0: this is our thanksgiving edition and we're really happy that you're here with us for thanksgiving yeah. i think there was a question about what are you thankful for that was yeah, what
3: up? are you thankful for and there's a lot to be thankful In 2022. For, uh, yeah but what is the most thing that you're thankful for this year or it doesn't have really to be one thing it'd be whatever <laughs>
1: I would, I would have to say I am thankful for um, being able to, and this is really something that I have learned probably in the last couple of years, I am thankful for the ability to every day, rather than complain, identify what I have that I can be happy about and grateful for. Um, and I think once you learn how to do that, it makes navigating this journey we're on a lot easier. Cause it's easy to complain, yeah. <laughs> you know, but if you can stop, um, you know, while you're and it's, you know, just like I was, I was in in the. Uh, I like going to Family Dollar. I was in Family Dollar today, the and there was a little stank in there. <laughs> and so, <laughs> it's easy to be like, oh well, they were in there treating me, but it's like personal growth again. And this is where gratitude comes in is being able to recognize that most of the time you're not having a bad day you know sometimes it's you went in and you experienced some people who were being underpaid they probably have a hostile work environment and so you shared that experience with them and um you know again just personal development is what i'm, I'm grateful for being able to identify things and just um find a yeah, we'll understanding and look be. at it and kind of look at a different angle
3: and perspective, kind of which is really impressive. It's hard to kind of take yourself out of that for a second. It's easy to complain or like get worked up, get angry, get mad. But like when you're able to actually stop and take a moment and kind of even be empathetic to other people's situations, I think it doesn't really help us all grow. Yeah, it, it does. It takes
2: a level of maturity too. Yeah. You've lived you've some life. So. Because you've lived some life and you know to appreciate where you are right now. And then, you know, a 12-year-old can't do that. Or an immature person can do that. I think you've lived some life and have some experiences, and that makes you mature and be like, "Wow, you know, I, I, I really do got it going on. I really, you know, I'm, I'm good
4: in yeah, comparison." And, to I'm just,
1: and I'm just trying to get it right.
2: Yeah. Well, that, that we're pr- not perfect.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I want to also call out the. Oh, I'm sorry, Danielle. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> by, by all means, go ahead.
5: No, I also want to call out like the level of empathy that you were speaking on too, that some people are, are not, just like the basic level of empathy of going into a space and going, hey, someone's just, they're I mean, under. like. They're going through, they might be going through other things. And I think that really speaks to just, you know, trying to get it right. And, you know, just being a better human being every
1: day, as we can be. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really easy to experience something like that and internalize it. Oh, why are they, you know, as opposed to, not
2: personal, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but you see, that takes. It's funny you say that because uh, on on Saturday I had a very bad interaction with a rude person. I went to go visit a family member at a hospital, <laughs> and my level of maturity left the window real uh, left the window real quick. And this person is going to know exactly who I am, and I don't care if they were having a bad day or not. You're the same energy you gave me today. It's the same energy I'm going to give you in return, and um, you're going to find out who I am. So I wasn't—I'm not where you are right now. <laughs> I'm still trying to <laughs> perfect and sense. try to understand that people have a bad day, but you know, yeah. your bad day yes. don't let that. I mean, a, you know, that I think
1: sometimes it—it it, it takes though. Sometimes when when people do that, I got a lot freer when I was able to to have a situation like that happen and and understand it, it didn't have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, um, I if, if I walk into so.
1: his face and somebody starts screaming and hollering, I immediately check out because that has nothing to do with me.
2: I, I know it um, has nothing to do with me, but when they get fired, it will have everything to do with me. <laughs> oh, Danny, you had something to say.
4: <laughs>
0: Samson, Samson, I should explain. I should explain. This is a perfect segue for me to um, circle back and talk to you about something I want to talk to you about. That because I'm thinking about the ways in which you have really celebrated so many people, not just... Not just those within the LGBTQIA community. I saw your post about Leslie Jordan's passing recently. Mm. Um, Paul Mooney, you you had a lot of commentary on Paul Mooney and and his influence on you, and um, and and even your um, embrace of Monique and what she was trying to do. I'm really excited about that. You live the life you preach about, if you will, if you can uh, take that analogy. But um, so you're appreciated. Um, and on this Thanksgiving episode, we really appreciate you joining. Us. Thank
2: you. We are yeah. thankful. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> uh, it's good to always. You know what I like about people like you who have that energy and practice what they preach is that you always, um, you're you're paying like respect. Like when when I see you like, um, paying homage to Leslie. Um, was it Leslie Jordan? His name was. Yeah. That and was um, Paul Mooney, and like you're not forgetting that the reason you're here today is because some folks had to do. Some heavy lifting in order for you. Cause you know you're still doing some heavy lifting now, but it's mm-hmm. a little less. The load is a little less heavy because you know folks behind you were doing their thing. Yeah. Keep doing that. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Well, that
1: and these are, and I gotta say, you know, these are people who I work with. I actually was um was thinking about that because I'm not. I think I could be more braggadocious, but I'm not. <laughs> hey,
2: toot your own <laughs> horn. Toot, toot. I know. <laughs> Other wrong I with that.
1: Start because you know, the, the thing about being um the thing about being uh I guess humble or, or whatever is people will try to play you because I've never been big on, oh, you know, I'm I'm this great person because I know when I show up and you come see my show, I'm gonna shut it down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's where you show off. That's, that's where I, show yeah. off. I don't talent like and your you skill. have talent have yourself. Get online and and brag about it, and when you meet people and and you know whatever. But I have been very blessed to um, have worked with all the legends practically, um, wow. and and be able to to share stories and and not just you know. Thank them for their contributions, but also be able to say, you know, I had an experience with this person, or several experiences, or years, you know, of, of experiences with with these folks.
2: Nice. Maybe that's the New Yorker in me. I like to show off. I'll toot my own horn every day. That's all right. I just did it this morning. I can't help myself. I don't know about you folks from upstate, but us New Yorkers
3: don't. He always he's always, always trying up, to come for us. I'm not New
5: Yorkers.
3: Yeah, we're not
0: no, I'm from jersey in this one. I mean, my goodness.
5: But I like what I like what Samson said about like the work speaking for itself too. You know, like you don't have to the work speaks for itself. You know, yeah, Theo. The it speaks for itself. itself.
2: I know both two both things can be true at the same time. My work speaks <laughs> for itself, but I'm gonna get a bullhorn and I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> mm. And that's important
1: sometimes. Mm-hmm. That is-
0: that's the kind of physician I want. Somebody who's going to advocate for themselves That's and for me. So it true. might be relevant and germane to your job. So, well, Thanks I think that much. concludes our time together, Samson. Thank you so much.
3: Samson, seriously, thank you.
0: Before we wrap up, I wanted to ask um, my co-hosts, my friends, my colleagues, what are they most grateful for? Um, you can stay for this. I wish you would stay for this. Just a couple more minutes, and then we'll we'll wrap it up
2: what are you thankful for theo what am i thankful for i'm thankful for me i'm I'm thankful (laughs) you know i'm thankful to be for my health um Mm. i i'm really thankful that i am healthy and i'm able to um have the ability to also be thankful for the folks around me uh and their health and their well-being because you know for the past two three years has been really crazy and hectic and, you know, people are here today, gone tomorrow. It's like we've been living in a graphic novel. Um, And every day that I wake up, I'm thankful that I can get up and be healthy and do the things that I want Um, because I'm I'm in good health, thank God.
5: How about you, Isaiah? Oh, wow. Right now, I have to say, I'm most thankful for my healing journey that I'm on right now. I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for being able to take the last two, two and a half years, really, and remove the rose-colored glasses of the way I saw the world mm-hmm. previously. And I'm thankful for everybody around me that's taking that journey with me and being patient with me um and I'm thankful for actually I'm really and not being cheesy like honestly I'm thankful for you guys making space for me you know because I mean this really has been a cathartic for me like the catharsis that's come out of being a part of like not just a team of co-hosts but like my like friends and having friendships with each other where we actually care for each other and what's going on in each other's lives and I'm really grateful for that queer community that I've gotten to build with you guys It really means a lot to me
2: mm. Mm. well but I'm not mm. queer don't do that please I am <laughs> that <would> be, um...
0: <laughs> that's what
2: you got me fucked up that's you me, be fucked up. Samson <laughs> oh, was like, you're not clear. Because <laughs> I have a whole no. boyfriend. Wrong podcast. <laughs> Wrong.
0: Wrong podcast. Vincenzo, Vincenzo, what say you,
3: honey? I would say, like, I don't, I have been the fucking one first, but uh, no, very similar to them. Really, I'm so thankful and blessed every day for my family, my friends. Uh, just every, I think about all the things I've been through, and without having a security blanket, like, like you guys, like my family, everyone around me, like, it's real easy. Like, I've seen people crumble and break when they don't have a strong security blanket around them or a strong support system. Yeah. Um, so it's really, I'm thankful. It's one thing I'm always thankful for. And when I kind of do like, you know, kind of morning affirmations and try to kind of do Kind of similar to what sense said, like positive thinking. Um, it's really easy to get caught up in the daily grind, especially in New York. I feel like everything's going at 100 miles an hour. And um, you always, sometimes you're looking at others and sometimes you want to like, I'm like, you know, you just start to compare yourself to others. And then you stop for a second, like, you know what? I'm really thankful and blessed for what I have. So it's kind of an ongoing thing for me where I'm, it's really just the people around me uh, that I care a lot about. And this past year, I've had a bunch of things, a bunch of firsts I've never did a play before i did a play before i'd never been a podcast before i did i've been saying yes to different opportunities i've been rolling through and um you know i've been traveling for my job now has me traveling everywhere so um yeah this year's been really good for me knock on wood let's
2: (laughs) keep it going what What about you daniel
0: (laughs) right a family of choice and family that is biological and I'm thankful to know who's doing the potato salad this year at dinner. Mm-hmm. That nobody's yeah. slipping shrimp into it.
4: What about the mac and
3: cheese though? No, no <laughs> raisins.
1: No.
0: <laughs> Samson does this wonderful bit about uh, his, his aunt. I don't know if he still does that, but it's always wonderful. It always makes me roll on the floor laughing. <laughs> I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for community and brothers, real brothers, uh, who who have your back and and allow you to have their back. So, well, Thank you, all of you, and um, until next time, this is uh, making well, a Until next sense
2: time.
0: with Isaiah, <laughs> Theo, Vincent, and yours truly, Danielle. Well,
2: thank you, Samson. Thank you, Samson. Thanks again, Samson. Thank you, Samson. The, the pleasure was all yours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
6: Mansions. the girls in the Uber doing belly dancing. Spent half of my advancing, Jaws from Branson to make it through my circumstances. But you know, I'm wiser now, move like Kaiser now. Got a butter soft cover just to hide my pants. In the valley, come and find me now. Got enough dough to buy the town. So I might give a six to my chick, bins to my mom. Crib so big, it look like the Cinadon. Give her a couch just to spill Henny on. and a on since Lottos and Benetton come on. Some people say that I'm not the same girl. They say I think that I'm in my own
4: world. But I make think that I have changed. Yeah. I'm little now they raise my problems. You like you, I have to try and solve them. Yeah,
6: Stop it. What's the use of buying the way if I'ma have to chop it? I used to love the lady till I learned the logic. She only messed with mates, so the money ain't no object. If it ain't Chris, he won't pop it. If it ain't platinum with ice, he won't rock it. If it don't cost 60, he don't drop it. If it don't come with TVs, he don't cop it. I'm just trying to it. You the world